What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Hey guys, welcome to the gig economy. Oh wait, it's not the gig economy podcast. It's the Rideshare Rodeo Roundtable. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us tonight. I am filling in for Steve as the the showrunner. Apparently, he feels like I have enough skill and talent to do that. I'm not sure why he does, but uh, appreciate you guys all being here tonight. Uh, we've got people that have actually I have not met on the panel tonight. Of course, you know John. Uh, from he does ship spark doordash uber eats from dash theory tv marco who has done a shit ton of doordash <laughs> uh thank you for being here uh brandon yes, for dashing grandpa a sparker a doordasher an uber eats and an amazon product testing i'll have to i'm interested in that xander thank you so much uh just meeting him as well uber lyft rideshare curry and roadie i do all those as well joe wait did joe show up no, he's still not here. We're, we're, we're working on it. And then I am Jason from the Gig Economy Podcast. Steve and I have been friends for many, many years, although we've never met in person. Um, I helped him start his podcast back in the day. And so, yeah, I've done gig work since 2016, and I do it all. And uh, earlier, Marco had mentioned something about something deliver. What, what were you talking about? The wag, the wagon, something. Oh and I, yeah, I mean, I immediately, after red, I immediately wagon. yeah, I immediately went to it and see if it was there in my area because I'm like a gig whore. I tried to download all the apps and <laughs> you never well, know. I, I got a bunch for you, man. I got Zifty. Have you heard of that one? Have you heard of Zifty? No. That 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 was pretty popping over here too. Yeah, I feel like every year there's a new one that comes out, and then I try to dominate it before it becomes flooded. Which with me was Walmart. Three years ago, I cleaned up on Spark, man. That was, I made so much money and now it's just like crap. So, um, yeah, if you guys could hit that like button, of course, and subscribe. And, uh, yeah, John's running the chat tonight. So, John's going to yell at me. Huh? I'm trying to, I'm trying to multitask here. You got the chat going. You're trying to get Joe in this somehow. I know. You got some fun stuff going on tonight. You got some fun stories. Too. I think he said he's in the background, but I mean, I, I can't tell. So No, he's not. He's not yeah. in yet. So, uh, yeah, Joe, if you can check that email that Steve sent, if you didn't get it, um, uh, John can re resend it. Actually, yeah, I don't want to put the link in here because then a bunch of people. Yeah, I, I was going to do that, but then I kind of like backtracked. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. we have the rideshare rodeo. It would be a roundtable. It would be just like a coliseum at that point. I mean, it would be kind of fun. And then we'd be like, okay, that's that's racist. We're out. Delete. You're gone. That's, you're being a bigot. We're out. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. We had, to, we had to delete this entire podcast. Yeah. We, we had, <laughs> it we went off the rails in the first 10 minutes. 
And by the way, you got a channel strike as well as Steve. FYI. Oh, yeah. we got demonetized and everything else. Yes, yes, <laughs> Brandon. So as you know, in the roundtable, it's kind of kind of like what I do on my show, which is infotainment. We kind of talk about news, uh, just stories from the road, stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to jump into tonight. Uh, we got a lot of news going on. Uh, some of it's uh, okay. Some of it can, you know, be kind of sad with people dying and shit like that. I try, I try not to talk about that too much on my show. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, we always talk about the bad stuff, but John, tell me about this uh, self-driving car. Uh, speaking of bad stuff. Um, yeah, that's Arizona for you. Right in my neck of the woods. As a matter of fact, I remember when it first happened years ago, um, it was an Uber self-driving car. The lady that was behind the wheel uh, at the time, you know, and after I read this article, a lot of interesting things came out. But at the time, it was the driver that was blamed. Uh, the self-driving car ran into a lady trying to walk her bike across the crosswalk. And uh, the driver at the time, they said it was watching the voice on her phone and not paying attention. Came out after the fact that, and this is disputable, by the way, but the driver was listening to the voice on their phone. But there were actually monitoring all these systems in the car and this uber slack chat so yeah. long story short uber they got cleared of all wrongdoing and threw the driver under the bus the driver they took the plea deal of course because they were facing a you know like i think it was involuntary manslaughter or something like that yeah Spent eight years in prison and uh for doing the job no i understand it. so yeah the the i think they took a plea deal and got something like, uh, I don't remember the exact charge, but it's something like reckless endangerment in uh, two years of probation, I believe. Um, does it really matter what they had on the screen, though? I mean, you're still at fault, right? I mean, well, I mean, if you weren't paying attention, I mean, they so this is what the, the thing came out after the fact. They were other details that were interesting. So before this happened, they used to have two drivers and then I think a month or two before they went to having one driver in the car. Okay. And then in that time, there had already been complaints internal on Uber about the drivers being distracted, it being too much, mm. being routine, people kind of zoning out. They yeah. go in the same loop over and over again. So that's why people are, you know, they got too comfortable with technology and they have presumed technology. But yeah, when I first read the article that the person was watching something on their phone. I mean that's what they that's what that's what they wanted us to believe though. Yeah. It's weird too that they there's some discussion about that because don't you think if it was like a test car like it was it would have cameras everywhere in the car like monitor you know what I mean like they would be able to see the screen and all that kind of stuff. I don't know, it just seems a little shady. And then it doesn't surprise me that that Uber threw the person under the bus cuz like, Oh yeah. I mean well, well, the other big thing that came out is that the car never identified that somebody was almost about to get hit, warning, getting too close. Yeah. So there was actually a lot of fault at Uber in that there were people that wanted this to go to trial. Right. They could put those things out. Didn't they end up like cutting that program out shortly after that happened? So interesting thing. You mentioned that they did cut that out after that. Okay. And then they bought stock in Waymo or they made a partnership with Waymo. And now later this year, they're going to offer Uber Eats, not Uber Eats, Uber uh, driverless rides through Waymo. Okay. They're still back to square one at the end of the day, which is ironic. Yeah, that is really ironic. Like, um, make somebody else responsible for it. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I don't 
I don't trust the self-driving back in February. Yeah, either, I, man. I rented a Tesla and I want to trust it. I, I like technology and I rented a Tesla and that MFR would be on the highway and just slam on the brakes. No cars around. I'd just be like, and it'd be like you know what I mean? You're like, shit. You know what I mean? And so it happened two times. And I told my wife, I'm like, nah, that's it. We're not, we're not using it anymore. So, I mean, I, if Tesla can't get it right, I don't know who else is going to get it right. I mean, they're definitely a tech company, not a car company. And so, yeah, I'm just not super comfortable with that. The, uh, the only experience I've had with the self-driving is my girlfriend has a Nissan Rogue and it has the self where you don't have to, actually hold the steering wheel you can right. go on for a minute but it follows the stripe and when there's an exit it starts to exit just a little bit and then it pulls back over okay and it's, i'm just wondering if like these teslas and all that do that just a little bit no i i've i've written in one of those too it's it's herky jerky in in the non-tesla ones the tesla one is smooth um it'll it'll exit for you and everything like it 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 did okay but it's just like it it just stopped when it shouldn't have like i get it if it gets up to a construct you know the a construction sign it doesn't know what to do i can understand that but if you're on the middle of the highway no cars around the lane markers are on there why are we slamming on the brakes like unless there was something wrong i don't know but yeah I, it's i love technology too and it, it it i really want to embrace it but i'm still just a little a little nervous yeah, yeah for me for me i think i would have to be intoxicated to get in that to go home <laughs> just just to feel better about myself and just close my eyes and go to sleep <laughs> you know <laughs> i wouldn't advise that yeah I, I i have zero experience in uh teslas and you know me being in california you know that that cycle is being heavily pushed out here you know they they want every single driver out here to have a to go electric by i think it was uh by 2035 i believe if i'm not mistaken yeah but, I think that's correct yeah yeah but yeah but I, i'm still i'm still on the fence about that because one of my one of my concerns is you know say you have to travel like a very lengthy trip you know and we've we've all heard about the the batteries you know that that's pretty much like your engine so if you're running, like, let's say the AC, you're running the radio, you're charging your phone, that all, all of that electricity uh, waste mileage yeah. on the vehicle. So that's one of the kinks I think they need to work on, you know, add, maybe find a way to add more more mileage to the battery. I don't know. I'm, I'm not too tech savvy on that stuff. But, yeah, I'm still I'm still on the fence about that. I'm I not did. I did see Toyota announce a 795 mile range EV. That would be fun to do that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like Honda, Toyota are kind of like Toyota's like the hybrid, right? Like they came out with a hybrid like a billion years ago, it seems like. They got their uh, Prius market on lock. Yeah. 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 For sure. And it's a great <laughs> car. But Honda and Toyota have been like, holding back on the ev like everyone else is kind of going forward but yeah 795 and like the charging can be done in 10 minutes like it's Ooh, i don't insane. know that's insane i don't know how <laughs> they're gonna do it they must have technology that no one else has even tesla so i'm gonna go ahead and say it it's the aliens the aliens give honda and toyota the tech 
I love Honda. I, I have a Honda Pilot, <laughs> and I love that car. I mean, I just, I just wish they, you know, would come out with an EV. So, you know, no, everyone doesn't have to buy a Tesla, because, yeah. Anyways, um, someone said that. Let's see. Someone got an AZ got stuck in their Tesla when the battery overheated and shut down the computer. Jeez. That's not good. You know what? Also, I heard we talked about our show a couple of weeks ago that someone there's self-driving cars. I don't know where, but the community hates them so much. So they're taking traffic cones and just tossing them on the hood and it shuts the car down completely. I've heard like, about that. Yeah, they're called <laughs> something rebels. I can't. That's I can't hilarious. Remember. It doesn't break the car, but it just you, it literally won't move. It'll just block traffic. And that's what they're trying to do because they don't like them. Whatever community it's in, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it is funny. So this next article, I can't read. So I don't know if anyone, uh, that's the one I was talking about. The, the wired one Uber CEO says he'll always find a reason to say his company sucks. And, uh, Oh wait, no, no, it's not. Let me, it started. Let me read it. But, um, did anyone get a chance to read that? I did not get a chance to read that. Well, we might be just skipping that one unless I can. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I, I think you can pretty much fill in the voids. I don't uh, just by reading the headline alone. You, it, it, it sounds pretty much like uh, Dara is, you know, looking for ways to expand the the entity, which is Uber. You know, and you know he has all these different divisions. You know, he has the rideshare division. Yeah, he has Uber Eats, and now I believe because I did read some of the article, and I believe he wants to expand it to like uh boating and uh trucking i believe okay yeah um yeah they're already kind of doing the trucking a little bit right or maybe not i know they've isn't that the uber freight or what is it called uber something like that i can't remember xander are you uh mainly a uh, rideshare driver uh i do a little bit of everything uh um i'm all over the place when i'm not Doing rideshare, you know, I do a little bit of uh, deliveries like Amazon Flex. I do Curry. I do Roadie. Okay. Um, I, I, know just other, I know there's other ones that I do, but yeah. Um, I, I, I try to stay busy. For the does anyone part. else do have done rideshare at all on the panel? Yeah. I do. yeah. How many rides y'all got? I'm just curious. I don't know why this popped into my head. Uh, I don't know. Um, I was only started recently, so not not that many, but I would say a couple hundred. Okay. At least. Oh, you're yeah. a newbie. Okay. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's yeah, rideshare is interesting. Um, I, I 20,000. How many? 20,000. Jesus. That's Jeff. a lot. <laughs> okay. You're definitely a veteran. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been at it for uh, six and a half years now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I probably got about 8k. Um I I actually got burned out with rideshare. I uh I definitely it I definitely like delivery better. I don't know why, but I don't know. I just the small talk just gets so old, right? Like you saying the same damn thing <laughs> every time and yeah, it's just I don't know. Um, yeah, I only do it on the weekend, so I don't think I'm there yet with being, you know, burned out by it, but uh um, Yeah, for sure. But I but I could see why if you did it every single day. For sure. Well, yeah. I, here we had the military base and they always have good stories. Oh yeah. I imagine the soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rideshare warrior. I have about 20, 20, 2000. What? What number is that? I don't know. That's 20, a lot. 20, 
20, maybe. Let's see. What if it was voice to text? What would this say? Oh, yeah. 22. 2200. 22. Yeah, something like that. 20 to 2200. I think that's. No, I said 22,000. 22,000. 20, 20, 20,000. And he's up with Usain. Jeez. And I think Rick, he's in California as well, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. That's a lot. 22,000 rides. Yeah. In California, getting that Prop 22 money while all of us struggle out here. Anyways. Uh, uh, don't, I, I don't rely on it. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the first to say I don't I don't rely on it as much as yeah. yeah. Xander, is it always the same vehicle? You've got a new vehicle at some point. Uh, so I'm currently now in my second vehicle. Okay. Uh, the last vehicle, I had to give it away because... You know, with the inflation, you know, gas prices going up. Uh, last year, I had a six-cylinder vehicle at the time, and it was just getting too hectic to keep up with the gas, the maintenance. So I just I downgraded pretty much. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I mean, I have a hybrid. I'm I'm a big believer of the hybrid gang. I feel like that's the way to go right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe in like 15 years, I think EVs, but right now I think hybrid, best of both worlds. You know? go, yeah. I'm with you, yeah. Novo. Prius gang over here, just uh, enjoyed this year. Welcome, <laughs> Brandon. Let's For talk sure. about uh, Walmart. Uh, let's talk about Spark. Um, says you have a great story about um, a timeline story that Steve talked about. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, the timeline story, yeah, I don't know. Says he has a great timeline story. You can tell panelists and chat will fully understand what he's talking about. Is he putting you on the spot? Says <laughs> uh, apparently. Launch for to the day. My, my biggest thing that I tried to, and I believe there's a few drivers in the local area that are kind of starting to understand it, is because you had a lot of drivers that came in from DoorDash and Uber Eats because they hear Spark paid really good. And they was used to 450 to 750 orders. So they try to take all those orders on Spark. And what their misunderstanding is, it's a it's the difference between apples and oranges. Because Spark, on the average, you're only going to get one an hour. On the average. Now, you can get two and occasionally three. But on average, it's going to be one an hour. So whatever that order is, is what it pays. Now, that's what you're going to make an hour. Yeah, and a lot, of, and the, and people have the the dollars per mile ratio embedded in their head from DoorDash and everything. Yeah, but with Spark, that the mileage doesn't really matter. You don't think? I mean, it does? within not within reason. I mean, it, if it's paying twenty five bucks and it's seventeen miles, I'll do it. It doesn't matter as much. But I, I, yeah. well, I'll, I'll dispute yeah. that. Twenty seventeen miles for twenty five bucks is a lot. Well, here we're in a rural, we're in a rural area, so okay. from here to the closest Walmart's eleven miles from me. Okay, so, so it's based on your market. Okay, <laughs> you know, relative it makes sense. But I have had people comment that they are in a area where their Walmart loaders are very quick and they can get to an hour. And if you are in a market like that, then yes, you can do it. But the that's the whole thing is people don't want to do the math. In the last couple of videos I did, I actually broke it down because you got nine cents according to AAA. You have nine cents a mile for maintenance on the average. And you got to subtract that. And you, you really should hold back taxes. Most of us probably don't. Nope. But 
but you really should just in case. And yeah, uh, I, 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 I do quarterlies, so that's why I. <laughs> well, well, my other little gig work kind of got me into bind with IRS, but it had nothing to do with deliveries. It was, yeah, my uh, my accountant reviews <laughs> said, you know what? Let's do let's do quarterlies because this is a big yeah. bill. Because one year I had a pretty sizable bill. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. So as far as the Walmart goes for miles, I'm curious. So do you try, you don't really look at the mileage at all. Cause like when I see a mile, a dollar for mile in Walmart, I said, that's too low. But if I see it on DoorDash, I'm like, oh, that's good. But on, on Walmart, I want to see almost $2 a mile or at least a dollar 50. Well, see, the thing is, is if it's a six fifty order, it, it may only be going a mile and a half. And if you're looking at mileage, then that's what three dollars a mile yeah you're right but you're saying because of the time it takes to load it and stuff yeah, yeah you're, right. you have 45 exactly. minutes wrapped up between the time you get that offer accept that offer yeah you go over and get loaded you get and they're always doubles yeah. now they used to be singles but they're all doubles now right and by the time you get that delivered you're looking at 50 minutes and even if you can get to an hour that second one is going to put you into the next hour. Yeah. So you're not going to average more than one an hour. Occasionally shopping orders are a little different. Oh yeah. You can get a couple of shopping orders in pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart Walmart is interesting. It's, it's, it's kind of different from anything else. I I really is. I agree. I think I've discovered recently, and I'm probably going to make a video about this after I'm going to put this on the list of videos to make about this. Like DoorDash or the other gig apps, the base pay is the same pretty much no matter what restaurant you're going to. With Walmart, at least in my market, I've noticed I've gone to, I've shopped that, or I'm sorry, I've delivered for four or five different Walmarts, and the base pay ranges about five to six dollars difference. There's yeah, one eight. where, you know, every order averages around between 12 to 15. And there's another one I'll go to, and the orders, you know, they average closer to 20 and I even the other day I got one that was a $50 one that blew my mind. And so yeah. I always talk, you know, that's, that's something I do recommend is if you have the luxury of being able to go to multiple Walmarts, explore them and test them out. Yeah. We have three Walmarts here and, and they flick. There's about a dollar difference in the base pay in each one of those, but the 25 and 30 and $40 orders are no longer most the average order here is about eight bucks, nine bucks. What do you feel about batch orders? Are you, are you, do you do those or? I will do them if it's, you know, cause some of those can be about 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. And it, may, it may be 18 drops and it may take you two and a half hours, but you're not going to be sitting on the side of Walmart waiting to get loaded because uh. I hate waiting. I hate oh, it so yeah. much. I despise it. I, I will multi-app while I'm like, if I have to be there and I got 20 minutes, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go do an Uber Eats. Like I cannot stand sitting still. Yeah. Well, see recently, and I don't know if it's in all markets, but our market, and I've read a few people on Reddit, they've changed the, the time that they roll out the round robins. Oh, they yeah. used to be a quarter after now they're 31 after. 29 to 31. So really now I can probably get back into multi-app and, and pick up an Uber or a DoorDash between because yeah. 
here you pretty much have to be in the Walmart parking lot to get an order. Yeah, used, to, yeah. used to you didn't, but now you do. But even at that, you have enough time to grab a McDonald's order and deliver it on your way back to Walmart. Where yeah. used to you couldn't because you, you know, it'd be five or ten after when you finish. They'd give you five minutes to get back to that parking lot. And most of the time you can't do that. So today I sat but, for freaking 30 minutes in the Walmart parking lot. Like I was ready just to go home. Wow. And I get I get an Uber Eats for like 10 bucks for five miles. I'm like, yes, let's get me the fuck out of here. So <laughs> as I'm pulling out, I get a shop and deliver for $27. And I'm like, I'm doing the I'm doing the Uber and then I'm gonna go do the shop and deliver. And my buddy's like, why don't you just cancel? I'm like, well, first of all, it's slow as hell, it's summertime. I'm taking this ten dollars. And you get like 90 minutes for those shop and delivers. Yeah. No, oh, and yeah. Walmart never bugs you, like, hey, where are you? You're like, just go Not to like Grubhub. Oh, or DoorDash, you know, you're two yeah. minutes and you're like, hey, bro, where are you at? I'm like, taking a shit. Like, give me two <laughs> All yeah. up my ass. Like, where are you? So, and they're pretty concise with the where the, the products are, right? They yeah. They give you like the exact, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the only different, well, we get the aisle number and the section number, whereas the pickers actually see the, the, what shelf it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, they, see, they see what shelf in that section that it is, so they can get it just like that. <laughs> I know it's not as yeah. good as shipped. I did do shipped back in the day for a while, and their system was very, very good. At, I felt, but I, I don't. I would I would, as somebody who's done both, I would argue that the Walmart shopping system is better. Really? I would argue that, yeah. Well, I haven't done a shift in like three years, so I don't know. We don't have it here. I've been told we do, but. I got it, but my rating was down after the first few deliveries, so it was almost impossible to snatch an order. Right. Let me introduce the better late than never, and I didn't bring you in because I was like, I messaged I was like, is this Joe before? Because I didn't know you. I was like, I don't need some random, but uh, yeah, this is Joe. Let's play DoorDash. Sorry, I figured no. the name was more suiting for today. It's perfect. I love it. So, so you're uh, you're a DoorDasher then? Yes. Okay. How long? Uh, two and a half years or so. Okay. It's like the the end of uh, twenty one, I believe. I started okay. dashing just exclusively. Yeah, well, then I got into multi-apping, and then I started, like, honing it more towards um, just focusing on DoorDash and the programs, doing the Top Dasher stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, I got a full-time job, so, like, the DoorDash is more of just a side hustle. Like, hey, I want some extra money to go do something, so I go play that game. Like, Love to me, it's just, it's just a video game where I, I get out, drive around, pick some stuff up, drop it off, got my mission done, I get the points, but the points are money. Oh, nice. So, yeah. it, it, it makes it fun for me. Cool. Awesome. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, looks like, John, you want to talk about the, that Walmart is insulated from strikes? Well, yeah, this was interesting because um, I'm uh, so I, I was kind of reading the news about this UPS strike that's been going on and this disaster averted that almost happened, apparently. I wanted it to happen, by the way. I was hoping that UPS went down just to see the shit show. I was hoping Rody would go up if UPS went down. But yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. UPS went down, there would have been some work for us day drivers. It, I would not have been opposed for a couple of days of that. I didn't have anything else expected in the mail. But right. uh, because of this, 
it kind of called out the fact that Walmart uses spark drivers at they just rolled this out, I guess, the uh, two years from two years ago, they're only at like 500 stores and now they're at almost like 90% of their stores now. Yeah. And uh, all 50 states and pretty much Walmart, I think they said over 90% of its packages are delivered. Let me rephrase that the other way around. That UPS only delivers less than 10% or less. And yeah. that the majority are through Spark drivers. Uh, Spark, you know, they have their own trucking routes as well as their own, you know, those electric vans. So Walmart, if UPS said, hey, we're not going to deliver for you, Walmart would have been like, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to hurt Amazon. You should talk to them, not us. <laughs> uh, I know we're kind of talking about Spark, but Brandon, I have a story for you, and this just happened yesterday, and I'm sure you've delivered TVs in a batch order, right? Uh, yeah, okay. And I don't know who else does Spark. I apologize. I'm not I do Spark. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah, on I the do. waiting list. Okay. Waiting list um, for over a year. So yeah. you're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah. So the batch orders, you figure they're like what? Two dollars like mine yesterday was like two dollars and fifty cents, I figure per delivery equals out. You know, if you take the the amount you right. make minus whatever. So right. I get this TV and it's third floor on an apartment. Now what what would you have done there? What would you have done? Now like would you have buzzed them and drug it to the elevator and brought it all the way up? How big is the TV? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you know these TVs are so light nowadays. I mean, I delivered a lot of them on Christmas and I'm just like spinning them around and I'm not even that strong. They're super light. It was a 55 inch. Like I could grab it and it's more just like awkward 55 inch. Awkward. Yeah, it wasn't super heavy. So would you bring it up there? I would try to call him and be like, "Hey, can you?" I'd at least try to contact the person. So, so in the note it said, "Buzz the the thing, right?" And usually when you buzz them, they're never there, right? You know, you can't get in. I'll just leave it right there. So I buzzed it. She's like, "Who's this?" I go, "Walmart." She goes, "Like, hey, I'll be down." I'm like, I took a picture and I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> there you go. I, I would have like, had to get it up there. <laughs> well, no way. I'm not. I'm not. I, I guess the, what I look at is like we're not getting tip for this. We're just a basic. You, you know, oh, yeah. we're just that's what I do think about batch orders. Like my customer service goes. I mean, I'm not going to intentionally just, you know, like throw something in the bush. But if I can't get right. into a building, I'm going to set it there. I'm sorry you ordered TV like this way. Like, yeah. you know, because this is where I feel like you talked about UPS. I feel like Walmart is just cheaping out and like, oh, let's give it this dumbass gig worker. He'll deliver it for two dollars and fifty cents. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just kind of. The only time I've left, and and I've done it one time. That was that's my one and only story on something similar to that. And it was recently, and it was like three cases of water, and those cat litter uh, scoopable, and it's heavy. And there was four bags of those, and then regular groceries. And the stairs were about like this, and when you stepped on them, they moved. Oh, that's oh yeah, that sounds fun. (laughs) So that's a wrap. Yeah, I'd set him at the bottom of the stairs. And I thought, man, I don't know. So I got my camera at an angle where I could get the picture of the staircase also. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> took a picture and sent the people a message. Says, I'm not physically able to get that to your front door. I apologize. And I left. But I contacted support. And it was yeah. all good. But I, and I was worried about it because I thought, what if that was some little old lady oh. that can't hardly get up and down them stairs? And my girlfriend says, 
Well, if it's a little old lady that can't get up and down the stairs, she probably wouldn't be living there. So it made me feel better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you're good. But I felt bad about it because that's the first time I've ever done anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I don't feel as bad. I mean, I'm like, I'm not a mean dude, but like, I'm just like, oh, I'm. Do I really want to lug this TV all the way up? Like, yeah. And I don't know if the customer knows is that we're delivering it or if they think it's just going to come to you with UPS or FedEx. I don't know. I think when they they order online, they just think a, a they don't. I don't think they are cognizant that a normal person that's not working for you know. The lift packages for a living is delivering that. Like we deliver groceries for a living. Yeah, yeah I've had people. Yeah, you know, I had that happen with me. me. Have you guys heard of Viho before? Viho, like the yeah. it's like a last mile. Yeah, you know, it's basically, it's basically like Amazon Flex, right? Oh, uh, and you do a lot of like HelloFresh, you know, like Nespresso coffee, Lululemon. They have their own partners, right? But obviously, people assume that you're gonna they're gonna see a UPS guy or something, you know? <laughs> so like. You, you don't have to wear like a uniform or a vest, but they're like, you know, if you want to, you can. So they like, hey, do you guys have a vest? Because I look a little more legit. I'm not trying to go to somebody's yard, you know, uh, looking all sketchy and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll always be like announcing myself like, hey, I have your delivery, you know, like, don't shoot me. Like, you know, things like that. Um, <laughs> you know, like, here's a picture real quick. But, um, yeah, you no, know, or like point pickup. I only see Walmart here have, have point pickup. I don't know if you guys have done that app before. I have uh, point pickup. Waiting and lens. they're always they're always like super low paying like it just says general merchandise and it's like three four dollars five dollars okay you know mm -hmm. so i haven't been to walmart in a while for like any of the kick apps yeah you want to get the yeah you want to get the oversized offers on that one yeah for a point pickup because a lot of, yeah. a lot of the times you're delivering you know flat screens <laughs> and going back to what you guys are talking about leaving items at the door if there's if the customer's not home the only time i can honestly tell you that i left a, a flat screen outside of a a customer's uh, front door was the very first time i i got a an oversized offer on point pickup it was a 65 inch it was early in the morning i get there i knock on the door nobody answers i try calling the customer they didn't pick up and so at this point i'm like well what do i do and point pickup has this thing that you don't necessarily have to call the customer to leave any items right uh, in their property. So what did I do? I take out this 65 inch TV out of my trunk and I start rolling it into the property. And <laughs> oh, man. You know, I just I left it there. But, you know, I made sure that it was not visible to the to the to viewing the uh, to the viewing public. Right. How yeah. did you do that? It's 65 inches. Like, no one's got a porch to hide that. <laughs> did you put a hat over top They of had that? pillars. They, they, they had pillars. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and um, the gate was accessible. I was, it was one of those uh, easily open gates. And I just, like, I, like, like you guys were talking about rolling yeah. stuff in there. That, that's what I did. I, yeah. I, think, I think if Walmart or maybe Point Pickup said, you may not deliver these without the customer home i think i would bring it back or yeah. I refuse a if i rolled up and it was a tv i would refuse it because i don't we don't get paid enough to, to screw around with that stuff yeah all yeah. them like i when i deliver a tv i'll knock on the door i'll ring the doorbell which i never do for anything else 
because I want them to come get it. I'm not, you know, I don't want nothing, anything to happen to it, but I'm not going to sit there for five minutes, wait for somebody to come and answer the door. Um, and Walmart doesn't require it. They says we can take a picture and leave it. And I, I figure those TCL TVs, I mean, that 55 inch was probably less than 300 bucks. Walmart's probably like, you know what? screw it. Like, and, just leave it. We'll replace yeah, it. Yeah, and, and and looking back on it, I'm pretty sure the customer got their TV because I never got an email saying indicating all oh, the customer didn't receive their their product. What what happened? I never got them. So right. So Bud Soda, that's a good point. Same with Amazon Flex. I I have a saying with Amazon Flex: no package gets brought back to the warehouse. I don't give a shit if the business is closed. I'm delivering that shit. Like Walmart doesn't want their stuff back. Amazon doesn't want it back. They, they would rather take the chance that the customer is going to complain. 99%, I bet, no one complains. They get their package, and it's like whatever. So I have a motto, like nothing gets brought back to the warehouse. Unless, unless it's a cancel mid-route. Then I'm not going to obviously deliver it, but I'll bring it back. But, yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see. Nova, let's go to you. I did not realize this when we were talking DoorDash, but you were recently deactivated from DoorDash? Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, you know what's funny about this? You know, it's funny. I haven't made a video, but I got an email and it said, um, my name is so-and-so. I'm a specialist from DoorDash. We saw your, we saw your video. We'd, lo we'd love to help you. We'd like to help you. You know, and at first I was like, because I asked you for a lot of info. Because, of course, my my email on my YouTube is not the email that I sign up when I sign up for DoorDash. Of course. You know? Right. They're like, oh, we need your, you know, your, your phone number, your email, like oh. all this extra info. And I was like, mm, I don't know about this. You're like, you know, so I was kind of skeptical for a little bit. And then they sent a follow-up email like, Hey, you know, we're still here to help. We want to help you, blah, 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 blah. So then I gave him my info and I haven't really heard back from them yet, but it's only been like a couple of days. So I don't know. Um, it looked legit, but at the same time, it also said, uh, to, to avoid confusion, don't contact support, but this is your, uh, like, like, you know, like reference number or whatever, if you need to call, you can, but try not to, cause it'll, mess up the communication within DoorDash. Mm. And I was like, mm, that's some shady as shit. That's a hella shady, like, man. It's already deactivated, so what can they do? Right, exactly. It sounds oh, that's shady. a good point. But, like, as long as you're not yeah. sending your bank info or your social security number. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. If, it, if they would ask for any of that, I would have been like, nope, I'm not falling for that. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know why. I just tried to go log in one day and it said, um, what, did they, what, what did they put on there? Like, um, unusual behavior yeah or whatever and then very shady right and then they had just done a background check like two months before so that that was fine so i was like that, that can't be it and you know when you go to appeal there isn't even an option to put unusual behavior they give you a bunch of them like fraud you know all these things so i send the appeal i did get an email saying they received the appeal but they never send the original why you got deactivated like you know what i mean so yeah, I've been on that. And then that, if anything, that kind of opened my eyes to maybe I was relying a little bit too much on DoorDash. And then I just started downloading apps like, you know, Vho, there's Zifty, Delivered, all these other apps that I've been doing now to yeah. the point that if I do get back on DoorDash, I'd be like, you're, you're going to get my sloppy seconds now. Like, yeah. It's not going to be like it was before. <laughs> you're my side you piece now. I mean? like, it's no longer a one you know, app. So, right. I'd say loyalty. Totally. Yeah, that's What's uh, up? That that's good that you've done that. We always talk to people on our show to have multiple buckets of revenue because you just don't know when one app's gonna uh like my co-host Jesper, he he's a he he got deactivated 
from lift a while back because he has a lead foot. He got caught doing like a hundred and a seventy, doing gig work, trying to get back to the surge back in the day when it was a multiplier. It was like yeah. a huge country. It was like you know eight point oh, and he's like hauling ass. Anyways, he got deactivated from lift, um, and then he recently got back on lift, and then all of a sudden Uber did the background check, and yeah, uh, I'm glad he did because he would have not been able to work. I think one app that, that I feel like either came back to life in my market is Grubhub. Grubhub was dead really? in the water for years. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe because I have it open on my phone and it's open on there, not like in the background. Uh-huh. But I've been getting good, 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 decent orders. And I, and I can't even schedule because, you know, when you go to schedule, there's no blocks. There's no blocks. So, like, right. I'm just I just toggle online and whatever comes my way, I'll take it. But, yeah, it's definitely been interesting for sure. Now, do you think this is anything related to the whole Amazon uh our Grubhub is included with Amazon Prime now? I think so. Because, you know, it, it used to be they, they give out a free year. Then they give out an extra year. So it's two years for free that you get yeah. with Amazon, you know, Prime or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think so. I think uh, people are probably using that a lot. I mean, when I order food, I'm not giving DoorDash my money. They deactivated me, you know. So I I go yeah. to Grubhub. You know what I mean? It was funny because I, well, I was at one of my lives. And when I went to go order from this restaurant, um. When you call them, they actually tell you, hey, we don't do our own deliveries. We go to the DoorDash. I said, nah, I'm going to go pick this, this pizza up at 2 in the morning. You know, so I, I so I went in there like at 2 in the morning to pick up the pizza, which is pretty funny. I mean, I, I would cool. do the same thing if, if, if they deactivated you. Um, Joe, tell me a little bit, bit about your DoorDash. You're from Detroit? Yeah. Well, fuck, yep. man. We're in Grand Rapids. The shit. We, should, we need to have you on the show. Uh, tell me yeah. about DoorDash with you, what your experience is. Uh, like I said, it's a side hustle for me. Yeah. But um, riding, like, I focus more on trying to do the programs, not so much because I give a crap about the money and stuff. I know that's insane, but it's more so I want to show this is what it's like for people doing the programs. Yeah. And I've been able to, to average 25 to 32 bucks an hour still in my market. My market's awesome. And I, my acceptance rate is well above 70% and I'm still doing this. Okay. Um, I found more so it's finding areas of your market. You know what I mean? And I, obviously tips and tricks. I use my pause button in certain areas to get away from areas where I know I'm going to get crap orders. Right. Um, but I just, I rarely see $2 and 25 cent offers anymore. And I don't know if that's because of my acceptance rate is up but or the locations i'm dashing in it could be just my market yeah um, so um, yeah that's, that's cool joe i wanted to get your opinion on this we talked we, my show was last night and we talked about this and and my my co-host didn't like this because it changes the game but i don't i know how to use Streamyard, john because i have it so i download this from my computer but this is uh, on a DoorDash screen. It says tips help motivate a dasher to quickly accept your order. Dashers are free to accept or decline any orders and tips and can help make orders attracted to fill. So to me, I look at like that's a bid for service. And he's like, I hate that. I hate that. They should be able to tip after the service. But like, this is what I'm talking about. I wish Uber would do this. I wish they would allow the customers right. bid to service for like. Someone has a far ride. They're way far out. Like throw 10, 10 extra bucks. Okay. Now we're talking. So what do you feel about that? I, I, I really like that DoorDash is doing that. I, anything that involves like adding, you know, some support for us as dashers and delivery drivers, I think it's a positive thing. And if it, and if it's yeah. putting in the customer's face who might not know that, Hey, 
it, it'd be better if they sent him a message. Hey, we pay our drivers like crap. And it, if you want this order, it'd be in your best interest to, uh, you know, throw a tip on there. But they're not going to do that. Well, Jesper says, my co-host, he's like, well, DoorDash should pay more. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I think they should too. But guess what? They're not. So at least they're doing this. And he's like, yeah, I guess. But I'm like. But, you know, I, I think it also be it's also about the customers. Some customers are not going to tip no matter what. You know, it's like yeah. there's yeah, people that shouldn't be ordering food. And this, they, they have just enough for the for the food. And, yeah. you know, and that's all they got. You know, so, some of my better tips were, were like Taco Bell, you know, like cheap food. And then yeah. some of my worst tips are when people order like high end food. It's like, yo, I get it. You had you had just enough for your food, but you forgot about me. That's not cool. Yeah. You know, so. I don't know. If you know I like Uber Eats. Um, the way that they tip on their screen, how it says, you know, uh, it says it's like 10, 15, 20% or 15, 18, 20%. It says, you know, show appreciation for your driver. It has a bunch of colors and animations. Like Uber Eats, when it comes to that part of their uh, ordering process, they put a lot more emphasis in, emphasis on it. Agreed. And, uh, and DoorDash is starting to catch up, but I think they can take one more step further by adding those tiers in there. Well, I think, you know, even maybe the other apps do it, but I know Uber does. It's raining out. Make sure you tip your dash. Your oh, yeah, yeah. Dash. I said that, that with the raining. It's raining yeah. out. Yeah. I, I really do like that. Um, yeah, with Grubhub, you can get automatically defaults to 20%, and you can tip after the fact, too. Like, if they, yeah. when you rate your food, you can also do, it like, an, an additional. You can't take it back, but you could do additional, which is cool. Right. Um, yes. Joe. Are you a, uh, a a top dasher? You're not a top dasher, right? You're yes, I'm a top dasher. Even with you can do top dasher with seventy percent acceptance rate. Yep. Oh, I thought it had to be like eighty five or something. No, it's got to be seventy percent by the end of the month, and uh, you're um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You got to have a hundred deliveries in the previous month, and you got to be at seventy percent acceptance. Okay. Now, there was a comment I saw her earlier. Let's see if I can find it again. Here we go. If you can answer this, Joe, is Top Dash it worth it enough to quit multi app? Uh, to for me, yeah, it seems like I still have Uber Eats and Grubhub, but I haven't even been turning them on lately. Like I said, I've just been hitting my twenty-five to thirty dollars an hour doing DoorDash only. How many miles do you drive to earn that, though? What's that? How many miles are you driving doing to, to earn that? Uh. I'm I'm not I'm doing long order miles some of them but I'm I'm seeing more bangers from like the LOP stuff like that but my longest drive will be like eight miles but the majority of them are anywhere from one to four miles on average and they're paying six to twelve fourteen dollars. Do you feel the pressures off you a little bit to do some of that because that's not your main source of income? As that yeah one hundred percent. Definitely, yeah. like, don't come to my channel if you're like a full time, like, you need this for full time because I am all about the fun, man. I, like okay. I said, I just, I like being out driving, I like experiencing those things. Yeah, I saw the comment said she's worried about not multi apping because, you know, because I know what she's worried about. She doesn't want to get screwed, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, not have the money at the end of the month to pay the bills. So, I think not right. having as your main gig, you can kind of like, you know, what? I'm going to try this top dasher thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as far as whether it's worth it, like, I don't think any of us can speak to any other individual because it's, it's very market specific and it's very, yes. you know, you got to be knowledgeable about your zone and, and areas in it. And I've been doing it long enough. Like I said, you know, you, you know, if, Hey, if this order takes me over here, I better pause my dash. Cause if not, I'm going to get bombarded with, with crap orders.
Yeah. Do you ever do by time at all or not? Yes, I do. I experimented a little bit with it, but it just turned out to be crap. And I mean, there's no proof, but it just feels like that's where all the no tip orders go to. So yeah, my base pay is up higher, but I'm getting the long mile no tip orders um, is what my experience was with earn by time. But I find like if I use it at certain times of the day, like when it's slow, or if I'm out past like nine o'clock at night when you're in the long drive throughs for Taco Bells and stuff like that. Yeah. That's really the only thing I see an advantage to it because it, it just seemed more and more I was earned by time, less and less I was seeing these catering orders or less and less I was seeing these orders with nice tips on them. Yeah, I was going to ask you when you drive. You drive prime time, which hourly probably wouldn't be a good fit because it's it's popping anyway. So it's like you don't have to worry about it. Right. And that's the other reason I do so well is because I have a full time job. So the only time I can dash is basically during prime dinner time. So there's there's a plenty of orders. And like I said, going in the right areas, you you kind of learn yeah. you know, which areas are good to be in. So let's how, many dab- hours, how many hours do you put into it? Um, let's see real quick. Let me pull it up. Well, he's pulling that up. Uh, let's, uh, after he's done with that, let's jump into the Instacart debacle with, uh, like low in their base, like everyone else, everyone's shocked about it. So when I read that article, it's interesting because I got to pull it back up again because I took two things out of it because I mean, go ahead. I was going to say, I read that they changed it to as low as three dollars but then saying that they may go as high as ten dollars like it's kind of like on a sliding scale now yeah but you see the app always say that though they always say that it's like when doordash said oh we're gonna put the, the base pay lower but if you drive more miles we'll give you more base pay and that never really happened nah. they said they were gonna do that you know but it was just it was just bs i think the only time They're i like, see oh, them yeah, increase that. that is when like uh they really want to get it delivered and the customer and yours been sitting there for two hours well, yeah. i mean from yeah. the company perspective like instacart is the you think about it most people are ordering from places far away they're ordering from places closer so they're going to reduce the base pay on the majority of them and yeah. then there may be 10 percent that go a long way that they'll increase the base pay on but the 90 percent that reduced that pays for everything right yeah. did, you, did you check your hours there joe yep Looks like I'm averaging between 20 and 30 hours a week. Damn, on top of your 40 at your other job? Uh, 60. Damn. So 60 and 20? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to say what I do because I, I work overnight. That's my full-time job, and I just do a gig work during the daytime. Right. Um, One of the other like motivations of me dashing is, is we're pushing like hell to get debt-free by the end of this year. So right. since I've been dashing we had about seventy two thousand dollars in in debt and i'm down to just a little over 20 to go so good job um, which nice, man that's awesome yeah Congratulations. i work my ass off you know what i mean I, I put in 10 hours a day at work and then i go out for four to six hours dashing after work and in between that i gotta make dinner for the family spend time for homework not in the summertime thankfully but yeah it's just busy but it's about sacrificing now so later i can i can be better you know not have to work so much. Yeah, well, I'm glad I so can live like no one else. Yeah, I'm glad you're hey, not hey, Dave Ramsey, baby. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're not buying a Corvette with it. I mean, I'd be excited for that too. But I'm glad you're uh, paying down debt. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's the whole point of it. And then once I'm debt free, who knows where the game's going to take me, you know, or what we're going to yeah. do 
possibly yeah. transition. Yeah. Maybe a bass boat. Yes, he's doing a Tesla. More like rental properties. Awesome. <laughs> on a lake with a bass boat. Exactly. What I'd be doing. So the back to the um, Instacart thing. I don't know. Does does anyone do Instacart? Like, do you yeah, have it? I turn it no. on like once yeah, last year, and then I'm like, this is okay. This I've is I've done like. 30 or 40. I actually did one yesterday for Michael's. It was a shop and deliver. It was worth it. I don't know. I just walked in and said, Hey, where can I find this? <laughs> I wasn't going to go searching around. I'm no dummy. I, I, I've been in Michael's like three times in my life. And it was some, some, you know, those, uh, what are those cricket machines that make, um, t-shirts? It was something like that, but yeah, I don't do Instacart. Like I had it on today, but like, God, it's just terrible. They batched three or four orders together and it's like 76 items for $22. And I'm like, I just get stress dropping like that. I can only do one order at a time. But so the article basically says that people are, are upset, right? Because they're lowering it down to three or the scale. Um, I, I don't, I guess it's funny how they say that. They said it's funny. Oh, yeah. Batches like delivering a bag of chips or a pint of ice cream. will pay <laughs> at least $4. That's double the, the minimum of other platforms, like four dollars yeah. is good. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's just going to be like DoorDash. It'll be four dollars, but if you don't tip, then I'm not going to take it. I'm going to look at it and go. You know, I love those. I love those like Walgreens getting chips and pop. I love those because usually you make like ten bucks on them, and it's those are usually solid ten dollars for two miles. Yeah, yeah, Walgreens, I'll take those. Yeah, so I guess I'm not gonna. You know, are they really going to put a base for like an Aldi or a Costco for three dollars? I I don't know. I don't see that happening so okay i got a question for y'all all right who's responsible for the base pay Man's I mean, it's a split between the it's company a... and the uh the the vendor whoever's buying it from That's you, don't what think, I you don't think it's the driver that's responsible for the base pay mm-hmm. well, how do you, how break, do you if you break it down it, it's simple I mean, if you're a business and you can get something delivered for $3 and you got drivers doing it, you're going to do that. But if the drivers are not going to do it, you can't go down to that base pay. I think it goes back to like someone's going to do it for whatever the money is. You know what I mean? So we, we could decline all we want. There's someone out there that's going to take these crazy roadie orders that I see in my market, like $28 for 60, 70 miles. You know, and then I refresh the market, you know, (laughs) know what I mean? So it's always going to be like this. So it's always going to be somebody there that just sees dollars and they don't care about anything else. And then, you know. Yeah, I try not to judge people because I get it. People are struggling and, and, you know, I, I lose my mind with Amazon right now. Amazon flex, they hired a bunch of new drivers in my area and they're all going for fucking base pay. And I'm watching the app going, you Emmer effer, you Emmer effer. But I get it, you know, $63 for three hours that could maybe make them pay their rent at the end of the end of the month. I don't like it because, you know, they're going to go drive 150 miles for that three hours and hopefully they learn. But like, I try not to judge too much, but secretly while I'm watching the app and them going for base pay, I want to throw my phone through the window. But mm-hmm. well, if they break it down and see how much you're actually making, most people are making about four dollars an hour. I know, but see, they don't some people don't care. 
Brandon. They're like, I know I get it. I am. I'm with you. Like I'm the only, I take that for $30 an hour, not for like $21 an hour. You know, I, I totally get that. But like some people just need that money that night or that next day. And it doesn't matter. They got a bill that's doing 48 hours and they need, yeah. they can't take a time from not earning money. No, yeah. But I understand it, but I still think it's dumb. I mean, when you look at the numbers, it's dumb. Even even okay. me taking that 30 an hour, I mean, I could get fucked on that route too and drive 200 miles. I don't know. But hopefully these drivers will figure it out and they'll go bye-bye. But, yeah, it's been stressful. And, and they're sitting there. We're not going to figure it out. Well, I think the companies do that on purpose. So, like, they'll hire yeah. a bunch of drivers, and those drivers will be like, this is not for me. And then within a week or two, they're gone. Well, you know, oh, what, that week, it was perfect for the company, you know, you know so, what, Flex, exactly what Spark did. Yeah. Flex has been doing that the last couple of days. What they do is they they're basically preying on the scarcity of the routes. They'll drop one for base. It gets scooped up and another one 15 minutes later gets scooped up all day. I watch them drop, scoop, drop, scoop. And then people realize they look at it and go, oh, my God, I got to take it at base rate. Now, tell me if not 15 or 20 routes surged to 30 to $35 an hour, two hours before the route. They fucking did. But you know what I mean? But like no one lets them wait. They take that stuff at base pay and, and it's just it's just so frustrating. Now, with all those routes are surging, ask me if I got one. I didn't because I couldn't click fast enough because everyone was desperate. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. They all they all sit there with their finger right above that screen. I know. And they're so quick. I swear to God, there's must be bots for Amazon Flex because I tapped it. Has to be. So there quick. Is, there is for Spark. Uh, yeah, I'm I know there is. Hundred percent convinced. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I know, but there's got to be for Flex because I tapped that damn button as fast as I could and I didn't get it. I'm like, this is bullshit. Block was reserved by someone else. Yes, everything. I I, I, I I get that a lot too. Yeah, believe me. It's so yeah. frustrating. But yeah. what's interesting about Flex, and I don't know about Xander in your area, we have same day delivery now. Yes, so, we yeah. So yeah. usually Flex in the summer is really slow, but since we have that, it's been great. But again, they hired a bunch of new. They hired a bunch of new drivers, yeah. and a lot of them, and a lot of them flocked to the, the same day warehouse. Yeah, because that's where most of the orders come from now. It's very rare uh, to get one from like, um, like I, I, like, I live about um, thirty minutes away from the same day uh, warehouse, okay. and then I live another twenty minutes the opposite away from another warehouse that. From that one, I may get, I may get a, a block. I kid you not, like probably every two weeks. Okay. Yeah, and it's just like regular, regular uh, uh, boxes that are being delivered. Yeah. Meaning the customer did not order it for the same day delivery. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can I? Uh, do you have? Can I ask you about Whole Foods? Have you done any Whole Foods? You know what? As strange as it, I have never done a Whole Foods. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> never. And I've been so eager to do one. It's just. We just got it here. I don't and know. I, and I've dabbled in it a little bit. And it's it's interesting. It's, you know, the base pays $20 and plus the estimate of tips, right? And yeah. You know, there's some days yeah. I've done it for $20, done one order. It was 30 miles. And I got a $22 tip, right? One order. Great. So I made 42 bucks in like an hour. That's great. The next day I did three orders and I got tipped five bucks. 
Now it wasn't many miles, but it's just like, you just don't know what the customer's going to tip. And it takes 24 hours for you to find out too, which is kind of annoying. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got fucked yesterday. Great. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> that was shipped for me, but was it was it? nice when the tips did come in. Yeah. Like when I first, my first shipped experience, I was like, what the F is this? And I was like, I ain't never doing this app again. And then like two days later, bing, I'm getting $20 tips rolling. In. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. John, you did a lot of ship too, right? Yeah, at the same same thought process. When I did yeah. my first shift order, I was like, let me try this out. And I was like, wait, this only paid me eight dollars? Forget that. Yeah. And then I got a tip later. I was like, okay, I'll try this again. But I but you have to but when you first are going into it not knowing that, like it's it like, sucks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, what is this? Why would anybody do this? I it's think really it's hard. one of the hardest gig apps, honestly. Yeah. Any you, have any of y'all been a victim of a uh, tip baiting? Oh yeah. At least oh, once yeah. a week. Oh wow. <laughs> On, on walmart yeah, yeah at least once a week yeah you got to be careful and it's, it's tough to monitor who does it too like i i multi-app so much if i was just mainly spark and went to the same areas i think i would could figure it out but yeah but I think that US, do y'all have any restaurants that uh use doordash to deliver their food and they keep the tips I, I don't know any of that keep the tips, but I do know restaurants that use DoorDash. Yeah. I know I know yeah. restaurants that have been accused of manipulating them. I know yes. in my area at least, Papa John's big culprit, and then uh like Jersey Mike's and Chipotle at once upon a time, but yeah. Cottage and Pizza was one of them. I heard the the manager laughing about it. Oh, and then there is an expensive, like, Italian restaurant out by us. And I always get catering orders, but they always have zero tip on them. And I'm so tempted to just, like, ask the customer, hey, I'm just curious, but did you put a tip on this? Because I've went to the restaurant to pick up. And, you know, I'm like, man, they never tip from here. And the guys, like, looked at me and were like, oh, yeah, they, they never tip for delivery. But it was so shady, like. Yeah. They know what's up. They know that they're doing I question what they're doing with them tip money, but they know that they're taking it. Yeah. Right. Hey, real quick. Uh, Brandon's got a bounce. He's supposed to be live on his show. He's three <laughs> minutes late. So thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I appreciate, well, appreciate it. it. I'm having so much fun. I hate to leave. But... No, you got to do your own show. I'll tell Steve F off for you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text me after a while or more. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. I do want to talk about GigWise comment right here. Uh, I love their app, but you never know what you're going to make with those tips. I've had them come in nine days. Yeah. Like it's hard to budget your week or not, not that you need to budget, but it's hard to know like where you stand. Like we all have a goal for the day, right? Like if all, if I'm waiting on these tips, I'm like, I can't count that as my daily goal. Right. Like I don't know. Even even with Walmart, what, uh, what Brandon would say, and if anyone else is on Spark, um, uh, it's twenty four hours. So it's like, do I count that tip for my that day? Because you get presented like twenty five dollars, but when you complete the order, it says ten bucks, and so you got to wait on that. So like, do you do you do you count? I count it. I count it ninety percent in my head. Uh, I do I, too. <laughs> just, yeah, we count ninety percent, and then you know, at the end of the month. It usually ends up ninety five percent, ninety eight percent, close to that of what it was. But I, I mean, 
I think that's fair. I kind of do too. Cause it also like, I want to go home. I, I mean, if it was a 15 or $20 tip, that's a good chunk of money. You know what I'm oh, saying? The big, the big, so when I see a big tip, I, I screenshot those. Cause I do want to know if the big ones are going to yeah. five, $10 tips. It's not worth it. But when right. I see like a $50 order and a $25 tip, I believe me that better show up as 50. It better show up at least $40 tomorrow. Anything right. less than like, I can understand if maybe there's something was out of stock and maybe went from, I don't know, yeah, to 48, 47. I've seen that happen, and I consider that okay. That's just an adjustment, not a bait. What I kind of like about Spark is that it doesn't base like Instacart. If you don't have a lot of that stuff, it reduces your tip because of the because it's based all that's based on the value of the the gross order. Uh-huh. But Spark really? doesn't do that. Like if it, if it's three items and you can't get two of them, it's the same regardless. Oh. I mean, they can take the tip away, I guess. So but. I feel bad about that sometimes because like I'll like get a five item shop and I'll find one item and I'll be like, I hey. hope this is really twenty five tomorrow. Still, we'll see. It isn't being like most of the time it ends up staying the same. Like, I know, I know, I do I feel, feel bad, bad for them, but hey, I, I like it. I typically don't take one item shops because you're of totally that. Right, yeah. Because if it doesn't pan out, it's like you're screwed. You know what I mean? So you got to cancel it. Uh, Xander, can we talk a little bit about your ride share? Uh, as far as like. How are you making that work for you if you're doing mostly that right now? I don't know if you are or not, but um, yeah, that's what Steve wanted me to talk to you about. <laughs> How am I making it work? Yeah, I mean, because like rideshare here is tough. Like uh, in different markets, there's different quests, right? So right now, like my quest this weekend is 60 rides. I get a $250 bonus. Um, some markets is it's based on your gross earnings. Based, like, yeah you know you earn and they're they're terrible by the way you earn five hundred dollars you get an extra 20 bucks what is what is happening in your market is, well, is that similar well on yeah on uber so like for instance right now there's a there's an uber quest for this week i think if you do 90 rides you get fifty dollars so it's what? not even yeah it's not even worth it and then yeah that, and then that for the so weekend good. The same thing you do 90 rides and i think you get i believe it's 120. how are you doing 90 rides in a weekend i well, I'm just the thing, i don't i don't focus on the uh i don't focus on those uh ride challenges anymore okay well what so, do you focus on with that with ride share then? so pretty much uh what i do is uh, i just i just look for good good rides really and what i mean by that i don't i don't rely a lot these days on on those long lengthy trips those 45 minute plus rides because of how the pay structure is now. Yeah. So for instance, if I get a lengthy trip and it says 60 miles, guess what? I'm only going to make probably 45 to $50 on that ride. Yeah. So I, I, I don't rely on that anymore. I just, I look for uh, trips that are a combination of um, short. What I mean by that is uh, anywhere anywhere between 10 to 20 minutes, 20 minute trips. And that's how I usually go about it. And then there's other days where I just use rideshare to fill in the voids. Okay. Yeah. So like, for instance, if I, if I get a curry offer, I'll do that one. And depending on wherever, whatever location I'm at, and if I have like a, like a gap in between deliveries, then I'll turn on rideshare and just, focus on that so i'm pretty much bouncing back and forth 
Do you ever, uh, I do this when I do maybe a flex order or a flex route, I'll put my destination filter on. That's what I do. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've been successful in that a few times, like pay, basically paying for me to drive back into my market, you know, yeah. because, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how anyone can make their, all their gig work money. I mean, I get, depending on your, what you need, just what you need ride, yeah. it, it's so many miles. <laughs> yeah. But to, yeah, but, uh, uh, I don't. I don't do rideshare fully. Uh, if that's what, if that's the question, I, okay. I don't rely. It's not. It's not like something I do every day. Yes, I do it every day, but I'm not. I'm not in my. I'm not in my car seat 12, 14 hours a day now. Thank God. Now, yeah. So now, yeah. I'm just yeah. like bouncing up and down on the apps. I, I look for. I look for the best. Whatever the best ride is, I look for the best delivery, um, whatever that may be. It's all about making money. Yeah, so you're and, cherry picking. Yeah, and, and yeah, and trying to do it, trying to do it as efficiently and as quickly as possible because there's so many hours in the day. I was going to ask all of you, how many of you have multiple phones? So I have multiple phones, but I only use one of them that actually one is Wi-Fi only, basically. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I have yeah, a main I have, phone. I have a gig only phone that only does gig stuff. Okay. You know? Yeah. I got my, my regular phone and then I got the second phone I bought so I could shoot video while I'm dashing. Okay. For basically. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a separate phone because I, I used to do uh, YouTube videos, but um, ever since I stopped doing that, I just have it, you know, for entertainment purposes, you know, like if I'm delivering a curry, you know, I have, Joe Rogan in the background playing. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I use two phones. I have most of my gig work on an Android phone because we all know Android's better for gig work for many reasons. And then on my iPhone, I do have like Walmart spark because that way I can have work Walmart on one and I can run Amazon on the other one and look for routes. You know what I mean? So they're right next to each other in the car. So I don't, because you can't watch Amazon routes and do other gig work. You just, or, or even with DoorDash, like if I'm waiting for the area to get red, I can't be, I can't do it on one phone. I just can't do it. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have two phones and it's so cheap nowadays. I bought a pixel four for like a hundred bucks and it's $20 really? extra a month. You know, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You put it on your family's plan and for Xfinity mobile and it's, so it's worth every freaking penny. Dude, I have so many mounts in my car. Like you would think, I have like a thousand phones. Let me you know, ask you: Do you guys you know, have a so mount for the summer that keeps your phone in a place that keeps it cool? Keeps it cool. Yeah. What do you guys mm -hmm. do for that? I my, I got a mount that clips right into the vent, so yeah, the phone's kind of like right on the back of the vent. I've never been able to make those work. I have bet like rolls. Yeah. Oh, it's a piece of shit for like filming. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? It's, but uh, for door dashing, it'll hold it just fine. Keep my phone from overheating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have, one of those, I have two mounts that kind of go over my dash and drop down a little bit, and they're right in front of the vents. Nice. Dude, that's what I'm looking for. I have one that that sticks to the windshield, like sticks to the dashboard, but where it sits at, it's still right in the the sun still hits it. The sun hits it. Yeah. So I have to end up like finding a different place or taking it off. It overheats and. Oh, you mean yeah. your your phone overheats? Yeah, from where oh, it's at. Okay. Yeah, it is 112 out, you know, so it's a little bit more, Jeez. though. 
Yeah, Evil's man, I, I, I would not be outside. I'll be in the house, bro. I can't do 112. I barely, I can barely do 90. I'm, I'm struggling over here with 90. Hey, we're East Coasters. We, if it hits above 90, it's like shit. Hell, if it's 82, I got my air on in the house. Uh, I'm in the car, okay. the AC under a tree, and uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> under a tree. I, I have lots of shaded spots. I've, I've, I've made almost made a map, damn near. Yeah, I, I've not had a phone overheat unless I park in the sun like and go inside and do something my biggest issue is it with the sun is those stupid mounts sticking they oh, they yeah. come become unstuck a lot of times yeah, yeah. They, they lose their adhesiveness or whatever from the yeah sun. and you got to yeah. like clean them off or glue them on there i don't know um all right couple things left let's talk about uh the in drive rideshare app i know we kind of talked about it a little bit before the show um where you choose your own is this the one where you choose your own price yeah I think it's interesting. Um, it's wonder- interesting that you can haggle with the the people. Like you can shoot back. Like how how about yeah. this much? And then the driver is going to come back. No, but I'll do it for this. Well, in, yeah. my, head, in my head, it has to be quick, right? Because who's going right. to yeah. around with that for five minutes? Like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. almost like it is anywhere else. Like if you go to like another country and you you're literally haggling in person with the hey, I'm going to go over here. It would have to be but quick. It, the, only, the only difference done. is you're haggling through a phone. You know, right. So, but what's to stop the rider from being like, "Well, driver Tim said he'd do it for two dollars less." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not driver Tim. <laughs> right. Driver Tim <laughs> drives a rust bucket, so you know, right. fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> Did you ever? That's why uh, I like the one that the app that I use because you you can set your own rates, so you kind of you know it defeats the whole haggling thing. Oh, because yeah, that's when what it is. Like, yeah, so then when the offer comes in, I can still decline it if I don't want to do it, you know. Okay. So, yeah. now when you say you set your own rates, do you set it like a per mileage rate or like? A- yeah, yeah, you, you can you, you can do it. Uh, let me pull it up real quick because I I already have it preset, but yeah, you can do um, you call it your rate card. You can do how much you make the minimum base fare, so the minimum, no matter what, it'll be X amount, <laughs> and then you can do um, per minute, per mile, and you can add your own surge if you want. Um, so my my base so my my minimum amount is eight twenty five. That's my bare minimum. If you're gonna go like a mile, I'm getting eight twenty five no matter what. Eight dollars a mile. You know? and, and then you can always tweak it. You know, things ah! like that. Nova, what company is that? And do they offer insurance, yeah. or do you have to have commercial insurance? No, you have to have your own insurance. Yeah, okay. it's uh, this is it's it's, uh, it's called Empower. They're like in New York City, oh, the yeah, DMV yeah, area yeah. here, DC, Maryland, Virginia, and like uh, I think it's North Carolina, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, they're they're it's not like super small, but it's not huge either. You oh, know, but the way that the way they made their money is you had to pay them a subscription to be on the app, but they don't take any fees. Oh, okay. So, so as a customer, when they look at you, are they able to see like what kind of I'm sure they see what kind of car you have, how many rides? Like, yeah. are you able to like sell it up a little bit? Like just yeah, like- yeah, 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 yeah. So like you know, it'll show you like you know your profile picture, just like Uber or Lyft. You know, it'll okay. show your car. It'll show how many how many trips you've done, how many people have liked you. You can actually like favor a driver. So let's okay. say you have a good interaction, and then next time if you're online, you get the offer first. Okay. So, like, I see a lot of people often on the weekends. People like to go out, you know, things like that, because they know I'm pretty chill and not weird or anything. So they're like, "Oh, you know, whatever." So it's it's pretty fun that way for me, and it makes for great content too. So I, I, you know, I have a little in dash camera and whatnot. So it's 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 fun. You're like, I'm not weird or anything. Won't try to hit yeah. on you. 
Yeah. I'm not with <laughs> exactly. I'm just gonna be for you all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hundred yeah. percent. That's interesting. What? How much is the subscription? Is it like a monthly or a one-time? So, so because I only do it on the weekends, they have like a flex plan, like a pay-as-you-go kind of thing. Oh, nice. Um, but they have one. I mean, they claim. I don't know if it's how true it is, but they say in the DC market, a full-time driver can make up to four grand on a three hundred dollar fee or whatever. So you pay three hundred dollars, but then you can make up to whatever you want. That's the most you can pay. Um, what was that? Is that per month? Yeah, yeah. So that's so they have like a platinum plan. So you, I think you pay like three hundred dollars, and you can make unlimited earnings. So if you want to just work all day, work all night, you know, whatever. So but you, like but you don't, like you don't pay. Like it just goes out of your rides. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So for me, like w- once I do like fifty dollars of rides, then I start seeing the earnings. You know what I mean? So for me, okay. I think I, then the most I paid was like one hundred and fifty, and I made like twelve hundred dollars from that. So you don't yeah. have to commit to a plan before you start. It just tears you up as you go. Yeah, yeah. If you do, if we do the flex plan, or you could commit to a plan. Oh, got you, got you. Or you could, you could even do daily. You, oh. know, you could do like, oh, I want to pay twenty bucks for like today, you know, and oh. whatever you make on that is whatever you make on that. Hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it's it, it, it works. It's interesting that and the models. Do they, are do they do the advertising, or do you have to come up with your own clients, like or? Oh no! I mean, you just you just hit drive now, and then, oh, like you oh. know, they you know, and then whoever wants to ride, you know, it, it'll come to your mm-hmm. phone. Um, but they're they're rolling out more ads lately, so it's like you know I see it on more cars now. You know, sign up to drive, sign up to ride. It's like they're they're pushing it now more than before, for sure. Oh, that sounds like that's good. It sounds like it's going to be a legit competition for the big platforms, at least from a driver's perspective. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure. I mean, in DC and Maryland, I would say it's almost as popular as Uber and Lyft, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. You know, I so, think in Virginia it's a little more slower, but I think I'm sure Uber and Lyft for them it's like you know, like, like a thorn. They don't really feel it, you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm sure eventually they will. Um, uh, I'm just curious because, like, I always thought commercial insurance was really expensive, like, for unless they're, they've come down or have some plans from certain companies. I mean, like, I have the rideshare endorsement, but that's not commercial insurance, obviously. Yeah, I know. It's uh, the one that I use. It's like a local one. It's like a, it's not super expensive either. So I think because it is like a, like a local insurance and it qualifies. Yeah, it's probably specialized and, yeah, local. Yeah, or, yeah, I often wonder yeah. if you should get a like LLC and then get like an umbrella policy. I wonder if that would even be cheaper doing it that way. If you, you were know, really- that, that's such a pretty solid idea. I, I hadn't thought about that. And then it kind of protects yeah. you a little bit as like, you know, it's, you know, it's good to have an LLC, especially if you're paying out like subscription fees and, and, and stuff like that. But I mean, day. Hey, this is not legal advice. I'm just saying it just pops <laughs> Not qualified at all. Just for entertainment purposes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys are retaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for um, sure. But no, but it's cool, man. They do like weekly yeah. Zoom meetings and like they're always improving the app. And you talk to the CEO, gets on the Zoom call, and he tells you what they're working on and things like that. So you feel but, they're all they're up like honest, like you know what I mean? Like you feel Oh yeah, like- for sure. I mean, in their mind, they they say that the drivers are the customers and then the riders are our customers. Well, of course. You know what I mean? That's so that's that's kind of that that's kind of their mentality. So yeah, it's and I've used the service before, like as a writer, and it's it works okay. I mean, the app isn't perfect. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good enough, you know. So. Yeah, and I, I, and mean, I think uh, a lot of the a lot of the writers are like, oh, on the app it says that you get all the money, and they always ask me, do you get all the money? And I'm like, yeah, I get all the money. You know what I mean? Do you so tell them that you pay a fee cool. and stuff or not? 
Yeah, yeah, because they're gonna ask me, well, how do they make money? You yeah, know, how, how does it, how does and I explain it to them, and so I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that, or you know, it's, it's you know, but it's like any other company, you know, do background check. It's so legit. It's not like you can just get on. I think they're a little more lax with the cars. The car doesn't have to be super new. I think it can be like 2008 or oh, or or newer. Okay. You know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what the Uber one is, but I think I've seen some like I've seen some sketchy cars though. To be honest, I'm like, mm, I don't know, you should be doing rational with that, you know. But hey, anyone that people, can you know, talk, they're gonna do it. I think yeah, Uber exactly twenty. I think it's twenty ten right now. No, it's got to be less like than twenty thirteen or fifteen, maybe. No, because I my pilot's a twenty ten and I'm still active. Okay, okay. It's 13 years yeah, old. I mean, I mean, my cars are 2012, so I, I think I'm still good for, for, for a yeah. while now. Uh, but soda, it can have a few dents. Yeah, mine's got a few dents, let me tell you. <laughs> it, it, it's not a junker by any means, but, I mean, it's got two. Might be some, might be some yeah. duct tape holding up parts of the car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the funny part is, is there must be some shitty-ass Ubers out there because people get in my car and they're like, my God, it's so clean in there. And, like, all I do is yeah, vacuum sure. and wipe it down. It's not like I even take leather conditioner or anything to it. And they're like, this is amazing. Like, is this, is this, what, how old is this? Pretty new. I was like, what, what have you been riding in? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I have yeah. people tell me, man, like the driver didn't want to turn on the AC. I'm like, what? Oh, you got to have the AC oh, on. Yeah. You got to have the AC on. Who, do, who wants yeah. to even be in a car without AC as a driver? Like, exactly. Because right. the driver is complaining about the gas prices. I'm like, bro, if you're complaining about the gas prices, you shouldn't be driving. No, yeah. well, you, well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> a lot of these drivers, their AC do- doesn't work in their vehicle. So a lot of the times they're still really? working. Yeah. And, and, I, and I only know this because I've had several passengers uh, relay that information to me. Because uh, right now it's the summer. Right, I have the AC on blast. I don't care. Yeah. And, yeah, and I always get complimented for that. Oh, thank you for having it on and things like that. And yeah, I, I get the same uh, thing. Oh, your car looks, your car looks new. You know, it smells yeah. new. Yeah. And I'm like, but my vehicle's a 2019. We're in 2023. How could that? Yeah. It shows you like how poorly so many people, like how many people just don't even take care of their car. Yeah. 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 And if you don't keep up with the maintenance on your vehicle, then yeah, it's all it takes is for that one little thing to happen and uh, well, i think well, it's the, you go. the same philosophy where you talked about people taking the base rate on stuff people have these cars that are barely hanging on and they just need to make right a yeah just need to make a buck and i'm like there's so many other apps other than rideshare why are you doing rideshare like if i mean one thing that i tell people is if you have a car that's paid off yo don't get another car your car's already paid off i don't want you taking yeah. out no car payments or on a newer car and then, then you're struggling to make ends meet you know yeah. But if you have a car that's paid off, hey, that's good to go, man. That's better than that's if, it's, if it runs, you know, perfect. Yeah, for um, sure. sure. That's why I got into food delivery from, uh, let me phrase that, grocery delivery from food delivery because I bought cars older, wanted to save some mileage on it. Yeah. 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 For sure. No, no sense getting, getting a payment. So. All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. Obviously, you can find all these stories and more at rideshareradio.com. I want to plug everybody. We should have kind of dud Brandon, but I know he's been on here a bunch. Nova, where can people find you? <laughs> hey, you know, uh, YouTube, really. I, I need I need to step up my game with, like, shorts and then the Instagram. But I have so much going on. You know, I work. I have a full-time job. 
I'm trying to be a, a good father, a good husband. So I, yeah. I need more time. I need more hours in the day. Right. Um, but yeah, just mainly YouTube right now, for sure. All right. Perfect. How about you, Xander? Uh, the same. I mean, yeah. And like I said earlier, you know, I don't I don't do YouTube content anymore, but I'm always around on YouTube. And, you know, I'm always I'm always supporting the, the gay community any way I can, how however I can. And, you know, I admire that, you know, you know, a lot of you guys I'm not, I'm not too familiar with, but, you know, I'm I'm really glad to see fresh faces on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, giving their 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 intake on on their experiences with with gig work. But and yeah, I'm like Nova, you know, I'm, I'm a family man. I got a wife. I got kids. I'm right now in a transitional phase where I'm maybe looking into a W-2 real soon. I just got to get the paperwork process and everything. But yeah, for the most part, if if I'm not making a video, I'll be in your I'll be in your live streams or making comments in your videos. I, I, regarding the YouTube, I am not in the YouTube com uh, community. I feel bad. Like I come from the podcasting and then I, we live stream, you know what I mean? So I'm not a YouTuber that podcasts. it's vice versa. And I always feel like I'm not in it enough, but like, man, that takes a lot of time too. Like there's so many good guys out there putting out lives and content. I'm like, I'm trying so hard to, to, to comment in all of them. But like, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, something where i'm just like oh i just can't keep up with it so I, I appreciate you guys all coming on um yeah. for sure uh joe we talked about you what about you Wait, let's play yeah DoorDash. yeah let's play doordash uh i'm actually starting to work on my second gig economy song uh if anybody hasn't checked out my doordash video check it out it's like pinned to my uh my home page on youtube there wait you do um, music yeah, I, I grew up in a traveling poker band, believe it or not. No shit. So, wow. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Well, if you go to my channel, check it out. It's the, the the pinned video. Me and my dad kind of put it together, and uh, it was a whole lot of fun. I'd like to do more stuff like that. So, oh, I got to check that out. Yeah, oh. check that out. I remember when you were making that song. I remember you had uh, done like a, I don't know what you would call it, a, like a slow Well, I wrote it in like five minutes at the, the gig con Last that Pedro year, put yeah. on. And then I did it live karaoke there, and then I just took it home and kind of tweaked it, and my dad helped put some music to it, so we made a music video. Oh, yeah, I got to go find that finished product right after I get off of there. You're about to get Damn, it. Damn, B2. Oh, yeah, please do, yeah. man. My, my dad loves – he reaches out to me. He's like, oh, you got some more views on that. So it makes him happy. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I, you know, I'll give it – I'll say this, Joe. I, I like that your dad calls it views. When I tell my dad about my channel, he still calls it hits. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Does he at least understand Man, yo, what you're My mom can't even comprehend what, that I'm making money on YouTube. She's like, that's not a real job. And I'm like, I have a real job. This is my side thing. Yeah, this but is the right. dollars are real. You know, yeah. the dollars are real. <laughs> you yeah. know, but to, to explain that to them, it's like the concept is insane. They fucking take half my money, but they're real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Does your wife have a hard time differentiating? Uh, I don't know your real name, but does she have a hard time differentiating the person that she met versus Nova Hustles? You know, it's it's funny because my, my wife, uh, she works in HR, so she's never in the videos. You know, her company mm -hmm. has like a big like policy yeah. about social media and things like that. So, you know, she's never been in any of the videos. But one time we were, we were out shopping and someone recognized me and they were like, Nova. And then she looked at me and she said, people watch your videos? And I said, of course. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I was like, like, it was hilarious. And she was like, 
you know, so I don't even think she's subscribed, man, to be honest with you. She, yeah. she, she's not kind of person. She's the kind of person that watches but doesn't subscribe to anybody. Uh, my wife's the same way. It bothers me. It bothers me. She's yeah, not. Yeah. My wife, I've been podcasting the Gig Economy podcast since 2017, and she's never listened to one minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a hobby. The like guys hanging out with guys. Yeah, like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's like, it's like the same. Like it's Madden, but for adults. Right, 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 right. So, John, yeah, no, what for you sure. Like, I remember, I remember the, uh, the, I'm sorry, the very first time I got paid from YouTube, she was like, Google. And I was like, yeah, Google paid us, you know, like, you yeah. know, so it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. That's cool. John, what do you got cooking? Man, I got a, uh, so, some Spark videos, but uh, right now, focusing on the video, Xander might be interested in this, but uh, about getting a work from home job. I work from home in addition, full time, in addition to my gig work. I'm kind of like Joe. Kind of like Joe, not 80 hours. I got 40 <laughs> and I do another 20. So I get up to 60. Okay. So to, not, not there yet. But yeah, that's uh, my next video is uh, about with a lot of people kind of talking about with Xander is, you know, looking at that transitional period, potential looking to become a full time or even a part time work from home. And uh, so I'm just going to tell people what I did to get mine and uh, my experience over the last year and my recommendations to other people if they're looking for work from home jobs where a bunch of them are at and what a bunch of them are doing and just, uh, you know, using my experience to help people out, give them that leg up. That's the next video shot yeah. it, edit it, but, uh, yeah, shot. Yep. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, I, I don't know how you guys do those, those videos and editing. I just, I do audio editing and that's, that's like totally my thing well, on, like, on top of working and DoorDash and trying to do the videos and get them I, out in a timely manner. It's impossible. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Well, sure. then I was like, Dude, I used to wait with my phone for the longest time. Like, this many hours a week of a day to sleep to this many hours a day to sleep. Yes. <laughs> or I'll be at work and it's like, what are you doing? Not editing a video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why we do lives. We put it up on YouTube. Whatever happened is Whatever happens. Happens. lives are the best way to go. This is like zero editing, man. Yep. I oh, edit yeah. the audio a couple days later for podcast. You gotta edit yourself during the lives. I found that out. Like yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah. and then you gotta do the thumbnails. You gotta oh. Oh, fine. Yeah. You gotta you, you gotta make sure your, your hashtags are on point too. Oh God. yeah. And you gotta see how many times you can do a selfie like this. Right. <laughs> no, I copy and paste. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what's so good. funny? I, I, I forgot this uh, this YouTuber's name, and I see those DoorDash, but I can't remember his name. And he just changes the filters, so it's the same picture, but he has a blue shirt, a purple shirt. Like the shirts change, yeah. oh. the picture stays the same. And I thought that was so genius. So like, there's no way this man's smiling the same every single photo. Yeah, and it's just you just change the, the the color of the or the, or the shirt. Like, What's the YouTuber's name again? I can't remember his name. It's one. Uh, I looked it up. I wish I could find it real quick. Is he a gig worker or just someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does like DoorDash content and stuff like that. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name. Well, Nova's looking that up. Uh, my show live streams every Wednesday at 8 p.m. And actually, speaking of YouTube community, we are having Pedro on next week, Wednesday at 8 o'clock. I'm nervous as fuck. I'm not going to lie. I'm usually not nervous, but like he has such a big following. So it's like, I feel like I'm going to all eyes on you. I know. So yeah, yeah, man. I know. So uh, two, two uh, Wednesdays a month, we do B side where we interview a creator or a gig worker, a, a gig creator or a gig worker. Obviously he's both. 
Um, so yeah, he's going to be up next week, Wednesday. I, I'm very appreciative that, uh, Steve, Steve introduces me to everybody. And I, I can't thank Steve enough for that because I've met so many cool people like you guys. Uh, I, 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 I'm just a little nervous. Cause like, he's kind of like a YouTube gig God. I, I don't know. I kind of look at him like that. So, um, but I'm sure it'll be fine. It's a laid back conversation, but yeah, every Wednesday, at 8 PM Eastern live stream and the audio podcast out comes out Monday. Yeah. Uh, Pedro's a cool cat too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm yeah, looking cool. forward to him. I haven't really talked to him other than, uh, other than what I've seen on the video. Yeah. Just same here. Just... Yeah, this made me realize there's so many gig tubers. I literally typed in what I thought would pop up with his, with his <laughs> picture. And I've seen a bunch of other gig tubers I've never seen before in my life. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. I'm trying, I'm trying to find them, but I'm scrolling, but I can't. That's find all right. Them. We'll find you at some point. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the panel. And thank you, everyone, for chatting. Uh, I don't know a lot of these people gig-wise. Well, I know I, I've seen Bud Soda before. Maybe gig-wise I've seen before. Uh, Rideshare Warrior, Road Warrior Rick. Um, gig in the Great North. I think that's all I can see for the Medusa. Yeah, but... Cabaret, Gig and Zeta. Gig... Oh, I said that one already. Yeah. Yeah, for so. Taylor. So, so is uh, Hannibal Kim? Are they at the the yeah, gig they're con? At the gig con. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what that's about. Like, is it like is it like when I go to podcast movement, like they have breakout sessions, like speakers and stuff like that? I don't know. And the never... first one was more like a family pic picnic. Okay, it was kind of just throwing it together. This one seems a lot more organized. 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 It's getting better every year. I mean, last year was the inaugural. This year, yep. 2.0, you know. Yeah. We're still yeah. working towards that final form. Okay. Seems like seems like this, this year's uh they're they're getting a lot of politicians involved uh for this gig con, or is it just me? They do I have a lot of I think they have some discussions, uh a good round table coming up or a town hall coming up. Yeah, talking about yeah. a lot of things related to the gig work. Because yeah. the last year there has been a lot of uh a lot of policies, a lot policies, of technology yeah. around that. Yeah. So we're just trying to get ahead of it and try to, you know, hear from these people what their plans are before they just try to say, yeah, I was th I was going to do that. Right. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thanks again. Yes, have a good yeah, night. Thank you for having me. Right. Have a good yeah, night. You guys, uh, check out that video. Leave me a comment on the music video. All right. Thanks. Cool. Yeah.